With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com slash insights. Ideally, if you want to map out your metabolic profile, your entire metabolic profile, you would want to do both a resting and an exercise test. The resting test is going to be is going to measure how many calories your body's burning at rest. And then the exercise test is going to measure how many calories your body's burning in different exercise intensities. Now, how you can get a very accurate estimate of how many calories your body's burning on a 24-hour basis. The reason why we started a collaboration with Whoop recently is because you can get the test done, but then we also need to know what is your activity level, and we also need to know how many calories you're burning at each activity level. And so by combining the information that you get from PNOE with the continuous monitoring that comes from a device like Whoop, you are actually able to get highly accurate calorie readings on a 24-hour basis. It's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Put on your magic pants and let's go. We're cruising into the power zone. Clip in, set yourself free. Come on and take a ride with me. You know what you need to know and what's it all about. Everything you need, it's on the clip out. Welcome to the clip out episode 145. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. Hi. Hello. So, uh, all sorts of stuff this week. Yes. Yes. Yes, there is. We have lots to talk about. I have, my favorite, I think, is how, not to step on what you do, but my, my favorite, I think, is how the bike is going to save us all from the coronavirus. <laughs> what a spoiler alert. You know what? You didn't give an alert. You just gave a spoiler, and that's the wrong show. You're supposed to do that on your other show. Oh, whoops. It's probably in the headline. Oh, it's probably true. <laughs> I don't know what the headline's going to be, but since you're writing it, that's probably true. I don't know what it's going to be either, but <laughs> it'll be that now just so I can be right. Well, that wasn't very nice. <laughs> so besides the bike saving us <laughs> from imminent death, yes. what do you have in store for people? We are going to find out the details of how awful Flywheel really is. <laughs> uh, and I had a really interesting test with Pinoe over the weekend and we're going to talk about the results of that test how that went and also our interview happens to be with panos who is one of the co-founders of panoe gotcha and so we're going to talk about that we also have news from past guests that we have to talk about okay and maybe future guests because there was a post uh that really really resounded with a lot of people that we're going to talk about also, some new fun stuff coming up from Peloton, and there's more kind of celebrity-related things, and then where Peloton's going to be in the world, challenge coming up, challenges coming up. We have kind of a visit from the Peloton Prophet, okay. and uh, some new classes that you really aren't going to want to miss. Awesome. Well, before we get to all that shameless plugs, don't forget, we're available uh, wherever you get your podcast, but you know that because you're listening to it, which means you've gotten the podcast from somewhere. But And yay. Yes. Thank you. But you should also subscribe so you never miss an episode. I'll say, as I do every once in a while, that the subscription is free. Mm -hmm. Some people get put off by that word. 
Yeah. And they're like, especially people that are new to podcasts are like, oh my God, I got to pay. No. No. Just hit subscribe and then it'll pop up like magic in uh, your music rectangle box or your <laughs> phone. Yes. <laughs> and you can uh, you can also uh, find us on the internet at facebook.com slash the clip out while you're there. Like the page, join the group so you can stay up to date with all the late breaking news throughout the week. And there are all sorts of late breaking news instances lately. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And uh, check out our website, theclipout.com, where you can sign up for our newsletter so you can get all the links to the articles and things uh, sent to you in a nice, easily digestible format once a week. And while you're there, if you're really that inclined, you can click the donate button. We, we won't stop you. We won't. So uh, We will send a thank you note, though. Yes, we will. By we, of course, I mean Crystal. Yeah. But that's who you really want the thank you note from, <laughs> right? You don't want it from me. What would that be like? I don't know. Some Probably some snarky response. Right. Like, so you'd, you'd be like, man, I gave you guys five bucks and that's how you're going to be? Yeah. Like, so, yeah, I think it's better for all parties concerned if you handle the gratitude. I agree. This is how it breaks out. <laughs> you handle the gratitude. I handle the attitude. <laughs> That's pretty much our relationship in a nutshell. That's true. Yeah. In <laughs> nutshell. Oh, God. Anyway, <laughs> there's all of that. Let's dig in, shall we? Yes. It's time for news of the Paladin. So I'm trying to think of the best way to say this without libeling ourselves, but... Okay, well, you can't libel us if it's true. Okay. Flywheel kind of seems like giant bags of shit. Yeah, like keep in mind, keep in mind that uh, that's how they seem. Right. It's it's allegedly. And if memory serves from watching uh, Penn and Teller show bullshit, they called people assholes a lot, and they said because if they said this guy's a crook, that's libel. But okay. if they said this guy's a dick bag, they're Can't. like that's just name calling. Yeah. The law against that. Okay. Well, so, then we're clear. Yeah. We're clear. <laughs> um. So yeah, but we actually have things to base it on. Yes. And um, I know we talked a lot about Flywheel last week, but the thing is, is that after we recorded, it came out with this article. Vice dot com came out with this article, like really digging down into the the nuts and bolts of the actual lawsuit. And I tell you what, guys, <laughs> oh, my God. You know, you hear these stories about people throw around in the media the phrase corporate espionage. And you're like, really, really? though? But really? And you're like, yeah, really? Like, yeah. I think they had their own line of trench coats. <laughs> little, little, little speakers. Little fedoras. And yeah, little little wires going to their ears. So they, they're talking into their cuffs. I mean, this is this is really bad. But basically, there are court documents that show that Flywheel had a project that was called Project Magnum, which was specifically, as far as anyone can tell, created to steal Peloton information. Yeah, and I, the reason they called it uh, Project Magnum is because they were that big of dicks. <laughs> Should have seen that coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. You should see. No. What? Stop. You stop. St no, you started it. You started it. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> so, but the thing is, is that this, this started out with like typical like conversations going back and forth between John Foley and somebody over at Flywheel. 
I mean, it's like typical John Foley like language. Like you can totally hear it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when you've had a conversation I, with him or if you've heard him in an interview, it's just like yeah. he talks. You and know? he's just like, oh, no, you just had a baby. Don't waste time talking to me. Go take care of your family. And then that guy's like, my baby can wait. I want to steal your stuff. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's do this right now. Okay. Oh, it's just it's just awful. I mean, it really, really lays out for you how bad it was. And, you know, Flywheel's trying to cover it up. But it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad, you know. But but it, if you look at the documents, it, I mean, of course, there's two sides to every story. But all I can tell you is Flywheel admitted that they did they did steal the information. Yeah. So and when the end result is the court is like, you have to give the other people all your customers. <laughs> that's I mean, that's a about as bad of a punishment as a company can receive it, it is it is and you know that's not going to be a done deal till the end of march so still waiting to see how that all plays out right. i haven't seen any feedback coming in from people who were flywheel and are moving to peloton so we'll wait to see how that's going to go and it's been a week so they probably right. haven't had a chance to actually like make the transaction yeah although we did find out last week after we got done recording more late breaking information that that I guess you have to have your bike paid off in order to trade it in. Yeah, if you're financed, then you don't own the bike, so they can't come take it and trade out for a Peloton. But what was weird is I read that if you move the financing to another finance company, then you can, which I don't understand. My, it is just a guess. I am not at all proficient in this area. Sure. But it would seem to me that that's probably because they might be writing off that debt. You don't know what their like what their existing agreement is, right. and so okay. since their future seems a little unstable, maybe Peloton might even know more about the future than we do of right. Flywheel, and so there's probably something like that gotcha. that they're concerned about. Okay, uh, I, guessing. Yeah, guessing. I was just like, why do they care who you owe the money to? Yeah, yeah. I I don't know, but I did think that was interesting. But um, you could either pay it off or you could go through a different financing company, and maybe it's just simply. A financing company that Peloton approves could just be that too. I don't yeah, know. That could be as well. Yeah. But at this point, I mean, you've probably had it for a little while, so you shouldn't, you should have it pretty far paid down. Where I you saw might just somebody just th- bought theirs a month ago. Oof. Yeah. So not necessarily. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Which, whoo, yeah, that's got to suck a lot. Yeah. What's their return policy? I know. <laughs> none now. Yeah, none. Yeah. <laughs> They don't you don't have to you thought the customer service was bad before wait till they don't have any customers. But one more thing about this before we move on, I have to point out that the real crappy part of this lawsuit was that Flywheel tried to allege that they had been working on it the whole time and Peloton stole their information. Like that's the part that you're just like, Are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> like, I mean, John Foley has gone as far as to say he had the idea while in a flywheel class. Yeah. Like it was his idea <laughs> it's crazy it's this crazy. is the old uh, i'm rubber your glue defense oh but it can get really ugly i mean we've had people on the show we had uh lori cheek on the show who yeah. she was on shark tank she had that horrible thing happen to her where these this guy came out of nowhere and was like i had the idea first i am suing you right and he has sued her three Times. Like every time it gets dismissed, he's he just like, does it again. He just does it again. Like and she has been... to keep fighting it. And it's like so expensive. Like this stuff can get really crazy. But I digress. Yeah. Anyway, Peloton flywheel. That's where we're at. So I was shocked when I read this, how bad it is. I mean, it's this is a really ugly, ugly, ugly relationship at this point. And uh, 
at least with these particular people. I'm sure there are still people who work at Flywheel that are friendly with Foley and vice versa. I doubt it's complete hatred just because he's such a nice guy. But the folks that were directly involved, not so much. That's my take. Yeah, it like I said, it was it seemed pretty egregious. Mm-hmm. The more you read, the more mm-hmm. you're like, ooh, that's yeah. It's real hard to look at this that I know there's two sides to every story, but this one looks pretty obviously Peloton was in the right. Yeah, (laughs) totally. So there were all sorts of stock related stories about Peloton this week. Yeah, there were. Uh, It started last week where somebody post Mike Kale. Yeah, it was Mike Kale. And he posted in the clip out group about how the Peloton shares were going to be freed up. Like there's a six month lockup and they were going to be freed early. Like the people who were issued stock, like founders and instructors that were there from the get go. They're not allowed to sell their stock for a certain period. There's a blackout period. And again, please don't call the SEC on us. We're recapping this as best we can. Don't uh, don't. Yeah. If you want the full details, go to Bloomberg.com. So, uh, but they're locked out for from being able to sell their stuff for a, a little while. In this case, it was six months. And they were moving up the period of when they could start selling off, should they so choose. Yes. And so the next couple days, there was an article about, hey, Peloton stock is up. And that's because the shares got freed. And Wall Street loved that. They loved that that lockup came out. So so the shares started to rise because they got really low. Like it was ugly. Yeah. Not going to lie. And then they immediately started to head up. Well, I guess the concern is that whenever that blackout period ends, people might just start dumping their stock for a quick payday. Right. And most people didn't think that was going to occur because the bulk of the people that are in possession of that stock are still with the company. Exactly. And are invested in it long term. But Wall Street doesn't get that about Peloton. So so they were skeptical. Well, and I get that because that's not how most companies operate. Right. Right, So like most companies are like, no, F you, I want my money. Mm -hmm. And so I, I get why they, you know, were given that side eye. But once that time was freed up and there wasn't this dumping of the stocks, the stock started to rise. Then people were like, okay, oh, okay. we're going to be okay. But then we had the article that you alluded to earlier, which is that the stock is rising. And John Mills posted this one. So thank you for posting that. That the coronavirus is on the rise. And so are the Peloton stocks because you can work out at home when you have the Peloton. Because who wants to go to a gross gym and, and touch God knows what? Right? Yeah. And it's true, but I've always felt that way. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty gross what I'm people sure do to gym machines. Did. Yeah, I'm sure everybody's been to the gym where they sit down and somebody didn't wipe down. And even if they did wipe down, just because they dried it off doesn't mean they... You need to disinfect that. Yeah, and people, uh People don't always do that. No. Like, and, and I mean, I've even forgotten to do it. Or there's been times I couldn't find the disinfectant spray. And I felt bad. But like, what are you going to do? Yeah, if it's not there, it's not there. But yeah, so it's like, you know, now you're coming home with the case of the cooties. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, so... Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. And now we have coronavirus worries... Because, yeah. But, I mean, it does make sense. I was, before I saw that article, I was actually thinking that of like, oh, well, I guess you don't have to worry about getting gross stuff at the gym because you're not going to the gym. No, I have to worry about it at work because there's 10 of us sitting in a tiny conference well, room. Well, sure. But that's another story. Yeah. <laughs> I can't help you there. I know. But, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I find that fascinating that they think people are taking that. Yeah, which I don't account. know whether they are or they aren't, but. Who knows? Wall Street kind of acts funky. But but I will say that the stock definitely is up. Today was another great day. It's Wednesday. So we're recording on a Wednesday. And right now the stock closed at twenty nine nineteen today. So up very nicely because it was it was ugly. Yeah. It was ugly. Not going to lie. 
It's pretty bad. <laughs> I also heard that starting with Black Friday, how you get the, the gear if you buy the bike, you know, the weights and the stuff, they're going to throw in uh, a surgical mask. <laughs> it's their coronavirus package. That's nice. Yeah. That's nice. That's not true. <laughs> I only say that in case somebody really thinks it. They should know if I'm saying it. I know. It's probably Might not have true. a new listener that's not used to you yet. Okay, that's true. And welcome, new listener. <laughs> Thank you for checking us out. Don't believe anything I say. <laughs> and now the new listener's like, wait, so you didn't welcome me? <laughs> I don't even know what to make of this. Move on. Okay. Panoe. Panoe. Which is our interview of the week. Yes. It's not strictly Peloton related, but it's a very interesting new device that you've been waiting for for a while it's kind of replicates the vo2 max thing i'm just saying words you've said to me yeah so like you're doing great you're doing great i'll take over anything to me but i (laughs) you know like i've heard them enough that i can i'm like a parrot i can yes well i've had the vo2 max done test done before in a laboratory setting right basically panoe allows you to do this in your own home at a reduced cost and so we did this interview a while back it's been like four weeks or so something like that um but my point is of telling you that is i told panos who we interviewed i would love to do this test like i'm super curious how everything's changed since i've been working out because i started i did my test back when i was just started doing heart yeah. rate training like yeah the, i mean you had to buy a couple months maybe yeah a little bit longer but i had just started working out because uh steven little was that's he was super into heart rate training right. and that's why i did it like that was the whole reason that listener i just welcomed has no idea who you're talking about i know he doesn't he doesn't work there anymore So anyway, you can take this VO2 max test and you can do it at home on your own equipment, which is amazing. And you get it at a reduced cost because it can cost like two to three hundred bucks if you're doing that. If you do it in a lab setting, not to mention another couple hundred bucks if you're doing the RMR test, like it's it's expensive. Right. And um, they were able to like miniaturize the device and make it portable. Yes. Yeah. And so that's great. So that. All to say that I had my test this week and it was really cool. And we are actually going to have the results. You're going to be able to see the results and listen to my results call that I had with Panos if you are interested. Yeah, if you're so interested, we'll post it on the clipout.com. If you go to the episode page for this episode 145, there'll be a, a YouTube video embedded and you can listen to the call. And then there's all sorts of stats and stuff that they include that you'll have visuals for. Yes. So if you're wondering what all you get, like it's a great way to to listen and you'll be able to see the actual and the actual reports like 10 pages long. We only go over one page because the rest of it kind of details that. Right. But um, well, I guess we go over two pages, but it's it's pretty cool. So it'll be on a video. Like Tom said, you'll be able to see all that. And I was focused on opening these links, but you'll be able to see it on the, the newsletter as well. So either way. But you might want to go find it before then. And the reason you might want to go find it is because we talked to Panoe because we had so many people reach out to us and they were like, I want to do this. I want to do this. Well, you can do this like anywhere in the United States. Now, they have affiliates, so I can't promise you in your zip code they have the ability to come to your house, but they will work with you to set it up. And if for some reason you pay for the test and then they don't have somebody, you get a full refund. Like this is not some kind of weird deal where you're going to get screwed over. But here's the cool part. Normally, a Panoe test for the active workout test is $199. And they have authorized us to sell it to you guys for $129. Like they're they're giving us a link to give to you guys specifically for this. So that is super cool. 
The other thing is that if you want to do the RMR test as well, that tells you how many calories you burn at rest so that you can then see how many calories you should be using on a day that you're exercising, how many calories should you be consuming on a day you're not exercising. Very helpful. You can take that test with the active test. Normally, that's $348. You guys can get it for $199. So we were very excited to be able to offer that. Now, keep in mind, this offer is only good for one week. Yeah, they only gave us for one, I guess, because it's so good. Yeah. You only get it for a week. So we'll put that in the show notes. We'll put it in the newsletter. If you subscribe to that, we'll put it on our Facebook page and stuff like that. So if you want to click on it, it'll be right there. But I think you've left out the coolest part is that when you wear the mask, you look like Bane from Batman. I did forget to mention that. Yeah. And so. Bane with a backpack. Because right. you have a little backpack and it's pretty cute. I mean, the backpack's pretty cute. The mask is not cute at all. Like, there's no way to make that cute. But it's great because, like, you can, like, I want to go poison Gotham's water supply. Like, Wah-ha. you can do that. And also, if you're worried about it, in case, because we were just talking about coronavirus. They like clean everything in a special medical grade like disinfectant. So like you're not you're not going to be at risk of, you know, breathing somebody else's stuff. So (laughs) (laughs) Uh, should we try to give them these links because they're kind of long? So I don't know if we should try to read these links or what. I I think it's kind of pointless because they're they're so long that we'll have them up on uh, Facebook. We'll have them on social media. Like Tom said, they'll They'll be be shown. It'll be easy to find. So it would be boring for us to try to read them all. Just like slash underscore. Correct. Nobody wants all that. But I have to thank Russell Elliott, one of our past guests, for hooking me up with Pinoe, telling me about them, explaining all of this to me, and um, my local tester, Don Jacobsmeyer, who is right here in St. Louis, and, and he came to the house and was super cool with everything. And of course, Panos for offering us the this deal to give to everybody. Also, if you guys are interested in more information, there is a Pinoe user group that uh, Russell Elliott also runs on Facebook. It's uh-huh. very cool. Cool. And if you want more details about exactly what all this means, just listen to the interview because he goes into it in yes, detail. Yes, absolutely. Our second John Mills mention of the week. <laughs> just start charging him. <laughs> nah, he does too much. <laughs> this is really cool, though. If you guys haven't seen it, and I don't know how you could have missed it because it's a great video. Peloton did a video that it, like featured John and Erica Mills, and it's adorable. I mean, they're adorable. So, of course, it's adorable. So you absolutely must go check it out. But it shows them in their home, their workout. Just to be clear, uh, John, I, I think you're great. But the adorable stuff, that's all coming from Crystal. <laughs> well, I think John and Erica are an adorable <laughs> couple. I'm OK with that. That's all me. Whatever. I There's tons of people that agree with me, Tom. I don't care what you say. I'm sure there are. OK. <laughs> Uh, anyway, you guys should check it out. And uh, if you haven't seen it, please go to facebook.com slash the clip out or check it out in the newsletter because it will be in both places. And if you want to know more about the mills, you can hear them in episode four. I believe yes, it was. They yes. were very early in. They so, were very early uh, in. Episode four. If you want to go back to the archives, you can hear them tell their story in their own words. Yes. Humans of New York. Yeah, I don't know the guy's name, so I had to post it like that. Yeah, I had a, a post. About Peloton and his, he I guess he bought one and didn't use it. Yeah, he was really bummed. Like this wasn't a complaint. Like he he was reaching out because he was uh, really stressed about the fact that like he keeps losing weight and then he falls off the the wagon and he gains it all back. Right. He just loses momentum and he was just super depressed and it was like it was a really sad post. But the thing that was interesting is that like 
I got this post from no less than 12 people. Like they kept (laughs) sending it. And I don't say that because I'm complaining. I'm not at all. I found it fascinating that it resonated with so many people. And it wasn't just our listeners, like the instructors reached out. They almost all of them posted some kind of very personal note to him, giving him advice offering things stronger you uh mike dola who's been on the show and and we've used stronger you of course he reached out and like offered a session to this guy like it was so many people offering support it's such a great example of what the peloton community does like when it had over sixty six thousand likes whoa yes one facebook post so is it did he respond is it is it working is he like you've you got me i'm gonna go back well he was he was on uh matt wilpers was the first (laughs) no he's not you (laughs) matt will you wouldn't have done it in the first place that's true and you certainly wouldn't have reached out for help you would have been like f it i'm done yeah that's i know right so so this gentleman as soon as he posted i saw the first instructor that i saw that responded was matt wilpers and um he offered power zone training to him and he did get on a power zone ride the next power zone ride and he was live so i don't know how he's doing three days after that right but it was you probably can't walk <laughs> <laughs> i'm like that seems a bit much no, that's no, like because that's like let's say like going into a bar for a first time and somebody's like here's some jaeger no like, it doesn't start, have to be like start that Start him with a nice midori sour no it doesn't <laughs> it does not have to be like that it, it's it's structured training and i don't know if it was a power zone endurance or i don't think it was a power zone max ride so it doesn't have to be intense your first time but i get what you're saying <laughs> But anyway, I don't know what the end result was. And I don't I can't find the guy's name. So if anybody knows this guy. Yeah. Tell me so I can find him. We'll have him on the show. Let's talk to him. Let's get him the community that he needs to be able to make this happen. Maybe you shouldn't have me talk to him. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. It's a one on one. Yeah. Like the, the first interview that's just you. Because it's like, you might be like, Tom convinced me. <laughs> He makes a lot of sense. That's a really good point. Maybe we'll just maybe we'll just watch his progress from afar. I would still like his name for that reason, but uh yeah, you you make a very good point there, Tom. Maybe like once he gets his sentry shirt, then then you'll talk to him just so I don't screw it up. <laughs> good point, good point. People with uh Chromecast got some good news this week. If you have iOS, you sure did. <laughs> I'm like I'm getting bitter over this iOS I, thing, I, you know. And I will say that's confusing. Like, if you have iOS, what, would you use Chromecast? It's, it's weird to me because it says that you can get it with Chromecast for iOS, but then two sentences later, it says now during any any video workout, tap the cast icon on any Android or iOS device. So I I have to say that was a bit confusing to me. Yeah. And in the article that I attached here, which is from TheVerge.com. It literally says Peloton iOS app Chromecast support update. So I think I think it's only iOS. So I don't know. I don't know. I haven't tried it because we don't we don't use Chromecast. So it's not been a big deal. And honestly, I wouldn't use this feature. I'm much more annoyed about other things that they do. But it's it's the point. (laughs) But there are some people that that do. Especially if you're doing like yoga all the time. Right. You don't want to do yoga necessarily in the same room that you're using the bike. It depends on where it is. Right. And if it's down in your dusty basement, maybe you have concrete floor. It's not the best place to be doing yoga. Totally. <laughs> this way you can put it on your living room or let's say you're at a hotel. You can use it there. That is also a good point. I won't be able to do that. Not bitter. Not at all. Mm-hmm. Howard Stern talked about Jen Sherman again. <laughs> 
You sound almost annoyed. No, it's just funny like that's he he Jen Sherman's his girl. I know. I know. Man, the day that Jen Sherman quits, what's Howard Stern gonna do? I don't know. And no, I'm not saying that day is anywhere near. But my point is these these instructors can't stay at Peloton forever. Right, yeah. And it's, it's yeah. He's just so public. Right. You know, like that's such a public figure to be upset. We've never had a public figure lose an instructor and be public about how they felt. Yeah, it will be interesting to see what his reaction is. He's got enough money. He'll just pay her to come over to his house and (laughs) he'll buy a second Peloton. He'll set it up directly facing his. Just be like, teach me. And then he'll be like, do your thing now. (laughs) He's got it. That would be so creepy. Oh, because she teaches to a room full of people. So it would be weird for her. I don't. I don't like that, Tom. <laughs> well, I didn't say you should do it. I know. I just, I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> but uh, he also, I guess he got his Sentry shirt this week. Yeah. Or he took enough rides to get it. It probably yeah. hasn't been mailed yet. Right. I know that takes a bit. It does take a bit. <laughs> yeah. Especially if they're not in stock. But, but he reached his milestone. So, you know, you've got nothing else to do except for sit on hold. You should reach out to the Stern Show and congratulate Howard Stern. Or you could reach out to him on social media. That's I'm sure he reads it. Yeah, probably not And while we're talking about uh, celebrities and Peloton Michelle Pfeiffer has a tread we learned this week Yeah, she got her cast off And she posted about how much she was enjoying her tread And then she danced on it Makes it sound like it was a tread somebody threw away Yeah, She got her cast off (laughs) No, she had a cast removed from an injury Oh, I see (laughs) And she was so excited about having that cast removed that she was injury free and now she could walk on the treadmill that she then danced while walking on the treadmill. I think it's great that when you took your Pinoy test, you look like Bane and now we have Catwoman on a tread. <laughs> and your co-host is the penguin. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, she wasn't dressed in Catwoman where maybe next time. Never know. Jess Sims is working with Bumble and Bumble hair products. Now, this isn't the dating app, is it? No, no, no. It's called Bumble and Bumble, not Bumble. Oh. And and Bumble and Bumble was around long before Bumble was. Gotcha. Bumble and Bumble. Yes. It sounds like it it would be like the law firm that Rudolph the (laughs) Red-Nosed Reindeer would use. (laughs) This is why we can't get anyone to advertise on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I guess you won't be hearing us talk about Bumble and Bumble. And I'm I, just kidding. We have lots of people advertised. It's been great, but yeah. I'm just joking. So but I, I, my bad, like you did not use the Oxford comma, nor should you have. And I thought that was just an oversight. And so I thought it was like working with Bumble and Bumble hair products. Like, yeah, I see. I see that now. Yeah, but, but now no. I realize you actually meant Bumble and Bumble hair products. I did. Okay. I did. And uh, yes, so all of that to say, <laughs> Jess Sims is is getting paid, doing paid promotions with them, which is really cool just by itself, because yeah. it's the first one I've seen her do since she's been at Peloton. So that's just exciting all on its own. But also she was talking about how awesome their dry shampoo, their post-workout dry shampoo mist is. And she's been using it since November. And then they had like all footage of her in the locker room getting ready, you know. And she looked adorable, of course. But she says it's great for her hair type and that she absolutely loves it. And she has a hard time finding products for her hair type. So I thought that was really cool. 
Well, hopefully she hasn't been using it exclusively since November. I mean, she I, has washed her hair at some point. I didn't message her and ask. Okay. But, but she did say, if you read the post, Tom, okay. it did say that she washes her hair as infrequently as possible. Gotcha. Which is hard to do when you, as she said, sweat for a profession. Right. She sweats for a living. Yeah. And so. That's why it's that's why it was so great to find this product, because she can at least like go a day or two. Sure. Whereas before, it probably was very difficult to do that. Whereas for me, dry shampoo is just wind. <laughs> that is true. When I have to get a haircut, they charge me by the hair. <laughs> That's how how few I have left. You're so silly. There is a upcoming Peloton meet and greet. Yes. In San Diego. I find it interesting because they no longer say it's a store opening. Now it's just a meet and greet. I wonder if it's because the stores are opening so fast. I have considered that, that as well. They can't get to them like when they're new. Yeah. So like you, every store is going to get a, an instructor appearance of some sort. There's been some that they have. Oh, not. Okay. I, th- I think that's why they're renaming uh, them because gotcha. because they can't they can't get to them There's all. Just too many. Yeah. 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 That's just my theory. I don't know. It's not like somebody told me that. Just kind of reading between the lines. But but yes, it, well, it, this is already going to happen by the time we air this episode. So because it's happening on the 27th, February 27th. Gotcha. Um, it is in San Diego, like you said, uh, but it's going to be Dennis Morton and Andy Spear. So hopefully, you know, you get to go out there and check them out, get to know them a little bit. And also you can hang out with the rest of the Peloton community, which is always cool at the store openings. And then in addition to that, you get to get your gear personalized by a local artist, Sam Mockover, which is really cool. Like that's that's really neat to be able to do that because they didn't have that at our local opening. I don't know that St. Louis has any local artists. Well, that's fair. <laughs> Based on the art programs I've been searching. Yeah, totally. <laughs> They're all like, have you thought about leaving? Yeah. So. I mean, we do have local artists. We, we just do. it just the community doesn't support them in the same way that other places do, especially California, yeah. San Diego, right. the great city of Wales, vagina. What? It's an Anchorman thing. OK, if you've seen Anchorman and I have have, but it's been so ah. long ago and I don't I don't care for it. I know I'm one of the oh, very few that's, people. That's a funny movie. Yeah, you're you're the odd man out there. I am. So I don't even know that I've watched it all the way through. It's pretty funny. I'm getting a look. Yeah. Oh, my God. I think I just ruined my marriage. (laughs) Okay. Well, we'll watch it together. Okay. Okay. It is pretty funny. Okay. Okay. So they're doing flash challenges. Yeah. It's a whole new kind of challenge. I guess you better turn the camera off on your on your bike. Why? I mean, if you're going to be taking off. No, no, no. What? (laughs) It's not that kind of flash. (laughs) Well, I mean, come on. They start flash challenges. It's Mardi Gras. <laughs> What's a guy supposed to think? Oh my word! Oh, you're yeah. So, <laughs> no, it's not that at all. It's a seven day challenge, and they can pop up anytime. So you have well, yeah. <laughs> you have seven days to complete seven classes of okay. any kind so any activity counts whether it's strength yoga meditation the bike the tread etc all of it counts but you have seven days so this time it's going to be it started on february 24th and you go until march 1st and they're going to be popping up spontaneously we're not going to know when we're going to get another one but you complete the activities and you get badges and i heard the badge is uh beads (laughs) 
No? I don't think so. Oh, well, that is a missed opportunity. <laughs> Isn't it? They need me in their marketing department. <laughs> I think you're for a different kind of product. <laughs> <laughs> so the Selena squad has some stuff going on. They do. Yeah. We haven't really talked about groups in a while. Uh-huh. And I wanted to mention this one because uh, Selena squad has everything to do with Selena Samuela. And but a lot of people, you know, there's so many tread instructors, especially if you don't have tread, you may not have gotten to try all the different groups out there. So make sure that you go and join this this group. They are getting ready to do a whole bunch of challenges and they have also been doing group runs. So lots of activity in that group. It's been tons of fun. So if you haven't checked it out and you have a tread and you would like to make sure you're part of all the instructor groups, do not miss out on this one. And it's great if you're looking for a challenge that's fully clothed. <laughs> and then finally, uh, Jess Sims and Chase Tucker yeah. have uh, two for one boot camps. <laughs> yes. Do you not know what that is? I guess they're both hosting a boot yes! camp. Yes. Hey, I figured one out. Yes. This Saturday. Will they have their clothes on? Yes. Okay. This is going to be so cool. This is the first boot camp that's ever been two for one. This is history in the making. Gotcha. And it's closing out Black History Month. So it's going to be East Coast rap versus West Coast rap. Oh, that didn't end well last time. Well, it's hip hop, not rap. But, but that's what I mean. I know. <laughs> the, I know. The West I, Coast, East Coast thing did not end well. Well, <laughs> this is it just they're not really like going like all I out. Know. They're not they're, they battling. <laughs> it's going to be so fun, though. Like, it's going to be great having both of those instructors up there with that energy. Oh, my gosh. I hope everybody got to take the Toon Day and Alex ride because. That was two for one on the bike this month. That was insane with the energy level. And I have a feeling this is going to be the same way. And I'm so excited. It's the first boot camp. Like, that's so... Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses and then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? (laughs) Well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each. So nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away a hundred or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're 100% polarized. Um, And they also come in like a million different colors and styles for your $25 you're not sacrificing comfort safety or style if you want to support the show and pick up a pair gooder is giving the clip out listeners free shipping on their first order just go to gooder.com slash tco that's g-o-o-d-r.com and use code tco to get free shipping gooder offers a 30 day money back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible because we're already doing it all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Cool. Checking in with the Peloton community. So uh, joining us today via the magic of Skype phone is Panos Papadiamantis. Hi. Hi there. Did I get it right? <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, uh, I just, very nice to meet you guys, and thanks for having me here. Likewise, and I just have to point out, 
because the listeners won't get to hear this, that before this all started, and you can back me up on this, you said, pronounce my name without me telling you because I want to hear how you do it. And what happened, sir? So yeah, when I was in grad school, uh, I was a TA and then the teacher of that course would make fun of me. And so whenever it was announced in the class, the teacher would tell the students that whoever was able to pronounce my last name correctly, they would get a bump in the midterm. So kudos to you, Tom. Uh, you get a bump in the midterm. Yeah, I got <laughs> it right on the first try. Yeah. And, I, yeah, and, yeah. and I, as I said previously, I was like, oh, and that means that instead of getting a low F, I would get a high F. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Such an overachiever, awesome. Tom. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we should kind of give a little background about why you were on the podcast, because normally we start with we always ask people like how they found Peloton. But you are not your your special unique case for our podcast because you are not a Peloton writer, but you do something very cool. So can you tell them what your company is and what you do? 100%. Yeah. So a little background on Pnoe. Pnoe, which uh, comes from the Greek word breath, is uh, a company that I co-founded roughly three years ago. And what we've built is the first cardiometabolic analyzer. For the mass market. Now, what is a cardiometabolic analyzer? That was definitely going to be my next question. Yeah. 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 A cardiometabolic analyzer is a device that analyzes 12 different things in your breath. And based on that analysis, it scans the three most important physiological functions of your body. It scans your metabolism, your heart function, and your lung function. And let me elaborate a little bit on this. When we say that Pnoe measures your metabolism, it means that it is the gold standard way for measuring how many calories your body is burning and how many are coming from fats and how many are coming from carbohydrates. And then when we say that it measures your heart and lung function, what we mean is that it can actually tell whether your heart or your lungs pose a limitation to your ability to uh, work out. Cardiometabolic testing is a method that has been around for roughly a century. People started to analyze other people's breath uh, roughly back in the 1920s. And uh, it is a very well-established method. The problem until today was that devices were very hard to operate, very expensive. They didn't provide any support to the user when it comes to data interpretation. And to make a very long story short, we made it portable, easy to use, affordable, and it provides the end user with ready-to-consume information about their workout and their nutrition. It is a test that some people often refer to as VO2max test, but in general, we don't like to use that term to characterize a test because VO2max is just the maximal value of one of the variables that is uh, one of the variables being measured during the test. It is the maximum oxygen consumption a person can achieve. There are 11 other metrics which are measured during a cardiometabolic test, which can be much more insightful and useful for the average. Just so so everybody listening at home, I know there's a lot of people within the Peloton community that are aware of what a VO2 max test is, but there's a lot of people Mm -hmm. that aren't. And I know that yours is different because, well, it's easier to use, but like Traditionally speaking, just to give people some background, when you went in for what was called a VO2 max test, you had to like go into a testing center, you had to wear this mask on your face, and you had to like, you know, show up at a certain time and be able to complete the task at hand. 
riding a bike for a certain amount of time at a certain speed or running on a treadmill. So you're saying that you're able to take that test that people previously had to do in a testing center and be able to do it at home? Is that accurate? Correct. Yeah, that's 100% correct. Right now, the focus of the company is primarily small fitness centers and personal trainers. We do, however, have a lot of Peloton users who have actually bought devices for themselves or for their personal usage, or they have turned their Peloton bicycle into a testing pad for others who can basically visit their houses and get tested. So it's basically democratizing access to that test. You no longer need to go to a specialized lab or a hospital or a performance center to get that test done. You can get it done in a CrossFit box, or as you said, you can you know get it done in your house. So what went into kind of scaling that down into a more portable device? A lot of technology and R and D. So yeah. So so let me give you a little bit of background around this. The initial idea and design was conceived by my co-founder Apostolos, also a very Greek name. Um, he was doing his PhD in Cambridge, UK. And uh, basically, he came up with a configuration of sensors which are able to measure the variables that you need to measure if you want to do cardiometabolic testing. But these sensors are way less expensive. And in order to get them to the point where they can achieve medical-grade accuracy, also, this is very important to state, Pinoe has been independently validated by several universities, Rutgers University, Georgetown, uh, VA in Maryland, etc., and it's validated, independently validated to have a medical grade accuracy. So to get these sensors to be able to deliver that accuracy, we had to do a lot of hardware modifications on these sensors and, and also a great deal of signal processing. So it's an innovation both on a hardware level and a software level. Wow. Interesting. And, yeah. so- and then it's also very important to note here that making hardware easy to use and cost effective is one piece of the puzzle. The other piece of the puzzle is developing a service that allows the average fitness practitioner to use that device without needing to have the skills necessary to analyze cardiometabolic data. As I said earlier, we are measuring 12 variables real time in your breath and going from raw cardiometabolic data to specific workout and nutrition recommendations. That's something pretty complicated that obviously very few people in the fitness industry are able to do. And so we've actually built a pretty sophisticated data analysis platform on our cloud that does that automatically and is assisted by a lot of metabolic experts that we have in the team. Yeah, I'm really excited about that because I've had a VO2 max test. I've also had an RMR test done to determine how many calories and stuff I'm burning and my understanding is kind of using those two together, in theory, you would be able to say, okay, this is the optimal amount, like this is the heart rate you should be using when you work out. This is like the different heart rate zones you should be using. You can really customize that. And you can also take it a step further and say, this is how many calories my body is burning per day. This is how much when I do this much exercise, this is my caloric deficit and really be able to hone in on how hard you should be working out. is Am I understanding all of that correctly? That is absolutely correct. That's why ideally, if you want to map out your metabolic profile, your entire metabolic profile, you would want to do both a resting and an exercise test. 
the resting test is going to be is going to measure how many calories your body's burning at rest and then the exercise test is going to measure how many calories your body's burning in different exercise intensities now how you can get a very accurate estimate of how many calories your body's burning on a 24 hour basis the reason why we started a collaboration with whoop recently is because you can get the test done but then we also need to know what is your activity level and we also need to know how many calories you're burning at each activity level. And so by combining the information that you get from Pnoe with the continuous monitoring that comes from a device like Whoop, you are actually able to get highly accurate calorie readings on a 24-hour basis. Wow. Wow. And you can do it all yeah. at home. No, Now, let me ask you this too. Whenever you do a VO2 max test, traditional one, at the actual testing center, you have mm-hmm. to hit a certain speed and be able to like basically exhaust yourself. Like you have to hit a certain point of exhaustion. Do you have to do that with your tests? And how do you monitor that if you're alone? Yeah. So right now, most tests are done with someone actually administering the test to you. So there are cases of people that do the test by themselves and it's actually doable. What uh, you need to monitor is some key metabolic parameters, which appear on the Pinoy app real time. So you actually know when you need to stop the test. But as I said, roughly 95% of tests taking place today are actually being done with a friend of the person being tested, a personal trainer, the owner of the fitness facility, et cetera, et cetera. Wow. Uh, To your earlier point, do you need to follow exactly the same protocol as you would do in a testing site? The protocols don't really change. Like the method for mapping out a person's metabolic profile is pretty standard. It's a matter of how easy it is to go actually and get tested. And then very importantly, how do you analyze the data coming out of the device? As I said earlier, analyzing metabolic data to the fullest extent possible is something that requires a lot of expertise. And the reality is that even with medical grade systems that you can find in the lab, Uh, They do provide a lot of information to the practitioner, but the practitioner is not always able to make good use of all of the information coming from the test. At best, what you get if you go to a testing center is five training zones and your VO2 max. This is by no means a complete workout and diet plan, when in fact the information is there and could have given you a complete workout and diet plan if there was a sophisticated algorithm and process that would effectively make use of all of the information gathered. And this is the second piece of what we have developed in PNOE, which is we've scanned pretty much everything that is known around cardiometabolic testing, put it in an algorithm that is cloud-based and allows us to provide every person that gets our test with the full spectrum of information that can be derived from a metabolic test. So do you think that in time you'll start to see those test centers switch to something like this? They are already switching because wow. they are they understand that there is absolutely no need to be using a bulky device and there is obviously great value in utilizing our reporting service because it analyzes many things that they weren't able to analyze before because they don't have the time or because they don't have the expertise. And so to answer your question, yes, a lot of performance centers, a lot of, you know, long-time users of uh, metabolic analyzers are now using Pnoe. Wow. Wow. And you mentioned a partnership with Whoop. Can you talk about that a little bit more? What's that going to look like? Sure. Yeah. So 
as I said earlier, what cardiometabolic test is going to do is that one of the things it will do is that it will measure your caloric expenditure at rest and in different exercise intensities. What wearable companies have done, like Apple, for example, they has done the largest experiment in history where they have measured over, I think, 10,000 people in their facility in Cupertino with metabolic analyzers in order to develop algorithms for the Apple Watch. The way Apple Watch estimates calories for you is by uh, utilizing some regressions that they build based on their experimental data. And what these regressions do is that they assume a specific metabolic profile for you. And based on that, they give you an estimation for your calories. However, as it has been shown in many studies, even though they have amassed vast amounts of data, still each person's metabolism is very unique. So if you want to get a wearable to provide you with very accurate calorie data, you need to have your own metabolic profile plugged in in the algorithm that correlates heart rate and acceleration with caloric expenditure. So what we're doing now with Whoop is that every person that has a Whoop can get tested with Pnoe and the information from Pnoe is going to sync with their Whoop device and it will make it roughly two and a half times more accurate Oh in uh, in measuring calories. And also, it will substantially increase the accuracy in the strain metric, which is training zones, which are assessed based on demographics. One of the things that you can do with Pnoe is you can get your personal training zones, which can also fine-tune your strain metric. And let me just say this, that process of using metabolic information to calibrate a device that measures heart rate and acceleration isn't something new. Researchers have been doing it since the 1990s because uh, back then they would have these big bulky devices that would measure heart rate and acceleration and they would use these among patients because they wanted to measure their caloric expenditure in free living conditions. And they knew that if they were to use demographics, they would get not so accurate data. And so they developed that process of calibrating acceleration and heart rate metrics with metabolic information. And that's exactly what we're doing now. It's just that now everyone has an accelerometer and a heart rate monitor on the wrist. And hence, this integration would whoop. Wow. wow. I mean, that is that's groundbreaking for a person. You know, it is like me where because I'm not a serious athlete. Like I, I work out a lot since I've had my Peloton, but by no means am I a serious athlete. And so to be able to have that powerful data to be able to still improve and and I'm just an average person who works out that is insanely exciting. Wow. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. And for the average Peloton user, I would say that dialing in your calories and getting accurate calorie information is definitely something very important. The other piece of information that is also very important is the fact that by using a metabolic analyzer on on a Peloton device, you can actually measure. It's actually the most, the only reliable method of measuring whether your metabolism is slowing down. So incorrect training, chronic dieting, hormonal changes, all these are reasons why a person's metabolism might start to trend downwards. And it has been widely shown now in, in, in the literature that that slowdown in a person's metabolism is the number one physiological factor behind people's inability to lose weight or people's tendency to regain weight after they lose it. Hmm. So it has actually been shown uh, by many studies that 
that metabolic slowdown is the culprit behind inability to lose weight. It's not that there are millions out there who have some sort of pathological lack of willpower to adopt a healthy lifestyle. On the contrary, a lot of people actually end up adopting a healthy lifestyle, but they are still unable to lose weight or they regain weight very, very easily. And as it has been shown, there is true physiological perturbation that has taken place that needs to be undone in order for people's metabolism to go back up and actually allow them to lose weight. So when you're on a weight loss program, the single most important thing that you should be measuring is whether the workout and nutrition that you're doing is actually leading your body to a reduced metabolic state. If it is, you need to stop doing whatever it is that you're doing right away. One of the most famous examples of a metabolic slowdown leading to extreme uh, weight regain was that of The Biggest Loser. There was a very big study that was done on the participants of The Biggest Loser who ended up adopting a you know pretty uh, healthy lifestyle after the competition, but nearly all of them regained the weight. And that prompted a lot of researchers to look into that. And what they found out was that these people's metabolism was was destroyed. And the reason it was destroyed, it was because they did incorrect dieting, like very intense dieting in combination with excessive amounts of cardio. And ultimately, that led them to be burning substantially fewer calories compared to what it was predicted for their size and gender and age. So uh, yeah, so keeping track of what, whether your metabolism is being maintained is extremely important. Wait. So what did they recommend that they do instead? Yeah. Yeah. So when your metabolism starts to go down, there are a couple of things that you need to do. Increase weight training. That is certainly something that helps in two ways. First of all, it builds muscle, but also induces certain hormonal changes that will make whatever muscle mass you have on your body burn more. So weight training is one remedy and then getting off the diet for a period of time is also something that is going to be very useful. So going into refeeding states and then once your metabolism is back up, then you can go back to cutting calories. Huh. Given all of that, how often should a person in their 40s or 50s be checking their metabolic rate? At least once a year. Actually, according to the American Heart Association, there was an official statement published in 2016. Every adult needs to be getting a cardiometabolic test regularly. Really? Uh, if you are a person that is on a weight loss program, it is recommended that you get tested every three months. However, that also really depends on how acute the intervention is. Mm-hmm. So if you're going in and you're drastically changing your nutrition and your workout, that could probably justify even more frequent testing. But in general, two to three months would be fine for someone who is going on a diet. So do you think, or maybe this is already a thing, I don't know, but like the idea of going in and out of like the feeding and refeeding states that you were discussing, Mm -hmm. is that something that you think eventually your smart device would just tell you? Like, hey, today's a good day to to pick out. You've been at this level for a certain amount of time. Go ahead and, uh, and have a pizza and then get back to normal in a day and a half. It doesn't really change uh, in a couple of days. So the hormonal changes and the you know muscular efficiency changes that will actually lead a person to get into that reduced metabolic state will need a couple of months to okay. uh, evolve. And, and that's why you don't need to be testing yourself every day or you know every week. So, yeah, we would need to get to that point. 
the utility of the test is, you know, we start off with a test, we understand exactly how many calories your body is burning now. And so we are actually able to give you a caloric recommendation that will yield a caloric deficit for you because, you know, to lose weight, you need to have a caloric deficit in place. This is the second law of thermodynamics. But then <laughs> we check you regularly. No, I'm just saying that because there, yeah. you know, there's so much, you know, noise today. In Absolutely. The right. Yeah. But- yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, weight loss occurs with caloric deficit. This is the second law of thermodynamics. Right. <laughs> uh, so yeah, if we're debating that, then we have much more fundamental debates to right uh, right yeah yeah so yeah we measure your metabolism we know what deficit looks like for you the deficit therefore that we prescribe to you isn't too big isn't too small and then we check you regularly to see if your metabolism is going down if it is going down we take you out of the diet you need to spend some time on an isocaloric state maybe spend some time doing more strength training etc cetera, etc cetera. And then we put you back on a diet. Okay. So, okay, this person can do this in theory at home or in test center. So how do they find out if your device is near them? And if it's not near them, how do they get one at home? And how much is this going to cost? Because it sounds super expensive. (laughs) Okay. Yes. So right now, uh, because we recently started to serve direct-to-consumer traffic, we are updating our website, so stay tuned. There is going to be an interactive map on our website that will allow you to find testing locations near you. If you're interested in getting tested, you can reach out to us through our website. There's a chat box there. You can follow us on Instagram, Pnoe Analytics, or you can send us an email, info at mypnoe.com. And we do the uh, triaging and matchmaking manually at this point. I expect the website to be live in one or two weeks. So, yeah, in, in the future, of course, there's going to be an interactive map that does that automatically. If you want to get a device at this point, as I said earlier, the focus of the company is selling devices to gyms and fitness centers. So the price is $7,500 at this point for the device. But we have plans to create a device for consumer use, which is going to be much cheaper. That will allow a Peloton user to have a device in their house. Wow. Wow. That's fascinating it is very fascinating and we should probably say too that if you're going to look it up it's it's just the letters p-n-o-e yes so, so yeah. that because it's all capital so right. i thought that's how you said it p-n-o-e so i'm glad yeah. that you so you call it Pinoe. and so that's no yeah yeah good uh, thank, thank you for clarifying yeah Pinoe in greek means breath that's awesome what a you good know, name the greeks Invented math. Yeah, like, yeah. In case you can't tell. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can tell from the name, right? Yeah. 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 I'm yeah. Irish. You know what we invented? Shitty poetry. <laughs> I thought you were going to say drinking. Yeah. No, I think a lot of people invented yeah, drinking. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Have you guys ever been to Greece? No. We have not. It's, it's on the list. I have a very substantial list. And uh, that is one of the places on the list. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for uh, taking time out of your schedule to join us today. No, of course. My pleasure. 100%. And I will be reaching out to you to talk more about how I can figure out a way to try this out in St. Louis, Missouri. So (laughs) we we have we we have affiliates in St. Louis, Missouri. So just send me a note and I'll put you in touch. Definitely. That'd be awesome. Definitely. And you should probably point out, too, that he's historic. He's the second person to be on the show that doesn't use a Peloton. <laughs> <laughs> that 
That's true. Oh, okay. me. There's <laughs> me the and person? me. I'm Tom the first does, one. Tom doesn't exercise. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm lazy. I don't do oh, anything. Oh, so. Okay. So we should test you first. That actually <laughs> that's actually a really, that's a really good idea. We should test you. That's just a way to get me on a bike. I'm not dumb. <laughs> I see. I'm on to you. <laughs> you know, you know, part of the value proposition, at least for athletes, where, you know, you want to do more precise testing and you want to make sure that you measure your cardiometabolic response in real training conditions is that you can get the test done in uh, pretty much any environment and any sport. You're not tied up to a treadmill or a bicycle. And that's not necessarily something meaningful and useful for the average consumer. All of the applications and the information that I talked about is, you know, obviously relevant for the average consumer. But if you're an athlete, you can get tested on a rower, you can get tested on in outdoor conditions. So, you know, if you don't want to get on a bicycle, you can still get the test done and uh, you can do your own protocol. So, <laughs> you know, we will get you somehow. <laughs> well, it probably wouldn't take yeah. too much to get me winded. That's, so. that's true. Just like walking from my car to the lobby, you could just run it yeah. out and put it on me right there. Yeah, yeah. And probably, you know, another thing that Peloton users should have in mind is this whole thing around training zones, because we have a lot of people who ride Peloton and get tested with Pnoe or, you know, any other metabolic analyzer in order to get their training zones dialed in. It is extremely important to be sticking to your own personal training zones yeah. if you want to get the biggest bang for the buck. Because like uh, using your, using the heart rate, the standard heart rate zones, like that can be so far off for people, right? Yeah. I'm, yeah. And really, they are so far off that we're not talking about a metabolic change that you're missing, but you're not really feeling. In many cases, there's people who actually feel that what their Peloton is telling them to do feels very off because their heart rate spectrum is very, very different. Just to give you an example, if you want to develop fat burning efficiency, right? In other words, mitochondrial capacity to utilize fat as a fuel source. In order to develop that metabolic adaptation, you need to be in zone two. Now, zone two is a very narrow zone in terms of exercise intensity. It's, for example, between 110 to 120 beats per minute. That's an example of where a person burns the highest amount of fat. So that zone is very narrow, and that zone can be very, very different among people of the same age and gender. So using demographics to get your zone two can be very, very inaccurate. And for example, if you have two people, one has a zone two between 110 to 120, and then the other person's true uh, zone two is between 120 and 130. If both people exercise between 110 to 120, one person is going to be getting up to 50% less adaptation metabolic adaptation when it comes to developing fat burning capability. Wow. So there is actually, and that's not an exaggeration. You can actually see how rapidly fat oxidation deteriorates once you leave that point of uh, maximal fat oxidation. So yeah, if you're riding Peloton for hours, if you're, you know, especially if you're a semi-professional or you know, weekend warrior, you name it, and you want to get the biggest bang for the buck, you don't have a lot of time for your training, etc. It is definitely worth getting your training zones dialed in. Wow. Awesome. 
Very good to know. Thank you so much yeah. again for taking the time to do this. It's been awesome, very informative. Of course. And, and I think yeah. um, I think our listeners are going to be really excited about this. So totally. thank you. Of course. Thanks so much, guys. Thank uh, you. Much appreciate the invitation and do get in touch and we'll get you tested. Okay. Definitely. Definitely. Have a you, good one. You have, have a great, great weekend. weekend. You too. Bye-bye. So a little nerd thing in my head, the whole time we were talking to Panos, I had to stop myself from saying the hands of fate. <laughs> no, not Manos. I know. <laughs> that was, but that's when I when I accidentally said his name right. That's why. Oh, it was because of the legendary Mr. Science Theater three thousand episode Manos, the Hands of Fate. I was like Panos, whatever works. Yeah, whatever works. So, any other nerds out there that were struggling with that same thing? I I can't be the only one. I'm sure you're not. Yeah. So, uh, but that was interesting. All the stuff that 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 little device can do. It is very cool. And we should probably say one more time, if, if you are interested in doing that, they're they're running the sale right now through us. And if you go to uh, our Facebook page, facebook.com slash the clip out or check the show notes or check uh, the email blast that you send out. If you're on the email newsletter that you can sign up for at our website, you can click through to that and get that deal for how much? Uh, it was 129 for the active test and then 199 for the active test and the RMR test. And that's a very large savings. Huge. Yeah. So uh, that's all out there if you would like to do that. And if you would not like to do that, that's okay, too. Yes. So uh, I guess that's it for this one. What, pray tell, do you have in store for people next week? Another great treat. We are going to another country. We're going to Canada. And we're going to talk to Canada, Brenda, a.k.a. her real name is Brenda Kramer. Awesome. Yes. So we will... Bundle up and dress warm because we're going to Canada. <laughs> so until then, where can people find you? People can find me at Facebook.com slash Crystal D. O'Keefe. They can find me at Twitter and where's the other place I go? Instagram, Instagram. <laughs> on the bike. And of course, the tread at Clipout Crystal. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online, Facebook.com slash The Clipout while you're there. Like the page, join the group, and of course, uh, check out our website, theclipout.com. While you're there, sign up for our newsletter so you get all the handy-dandy notes and deals and things like that delivered straight to your inbox. It'll make your life that much easier. So uh, that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in, and until next time, keep pedaling. And running. Clip in, set yourself free.